Welcome everybody, you're listening to The Breakfast Show on Faith FM 87.6, 87.8 or 88 right across Australia, right across the Faith FM network wherever you are, positively different radio in the morning, you're with the double L team, La Land Lawson Lawson, what are you thankful for this morning? Um, Just being here, you know Just being here? Good morning, kind of cloudy, other than that, just just chilling Just, okay, what are you you grateful for? Ah, uh, let me think. Actually, we should read that. We should read that text message from Freco. Shell producer Shell, where is that text message? Why don't you read that one for us? And I think it will explain what we need to be thankful for this morning. Oh, she's Freco's just on the money. He's just he's just he's uh, such, on the ball. He's such a gun. Okay, we're just looking it up right now. Where is it? It has disappeared. Just when you need something and you've got to scroll like a million miles for it. Okay, here we go. Here we go. Here we go. I can. It, it's coming. Okay, so Freco sent through early. At 6.30 to get in, make sure he was in before the show even started. It said, it says, Lawson, thank you for, thank you. You are a good and kind inspiration in your walk with Jesus. Happy oh. birthday. Have a good one, bro. Love, Freco. There you go. It's Lawson's <laughs> birthday. Happy birthday, Lawson. Happy birthday. <laughs> yes. When I, I walked am, in, yes. um, Shell sang me like a non-copyright version of Happy Birthday. The Christian version. Uh, the Christian non-copyright version. I was like, Shell, we're not on air. We're not going to get in trouble. <laughs> yeah, but it's the Christian version. <laughs> That's right. No, it was really And it, it wishes really you God's blessings and all Amen. that kind of stuff. So it's a really awesome. It's, a, it's like this is the version we should always use. Uh, yeah. This is the version <laughs> we should always use. We should give honour and glory to God at birthdays. <laughs> definitely. Definitely. Totally. Yes. But... Yeah, anyways, <laughs> it is my birthday today. I'm super grateful. I am 23 years old. So, you know, now I'm, I'm really clicking off the years. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, just living my best and of life. of course, it was this day in history. An event happened called The Great Disappointment 177 years ago. You're listening to The Breakfast Show Podcast on Faith FM. Positively different. The breakfast show in the morning, and Lawson is about to get his birthday <laughs> present coming in here. What do we have here, Lawson? A bunch of ca- cupcakes with chocolate on them. And cupcakes, I s- chocolate and peanut butter. Fro- chocolate and peanut butter fro- Dude, this is amazing. I this is good news. This is this is, this is positively this is positively different news, different news in my news. life, and I'm like, oh, I should eat one right now, and then I'm like, but then these I'll are healthy like, too, right? No, uh, producer Shell, tell yeah, us, are they? Yeah, they're, they're vegan and uh, the sugar free, except for the frosting. <laughs> that's, and uh, that's and funny. I just should note that producer Shell got up at stupid o'clock this morning to cook those. Yeah, and woke fresh me, out and, of and, the and, oven. Woke, and woke they're me up. Right. Yeah. Dude, that's I had to I had to suffer on your behalf this morning. We're not going to sing on it. Because we we don't own a we don't own a copy of the Happy Birthday song, so we 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 can't. So Raphael says, "Happy birthday, Lawson! Wishing you a blessed day. You are a blessing to the world." Ah, oh, praise God! Oh, Man, awesome. just, just just feeling dude, the love this dude, morning. Dude, when the break comes, like when when we hit our next song, I'm going to scoff one of these days. <laughs> <laughs> the things that go on behind the scenes that That's you never right. see because this is radio. That's right. Oh, it smells so. This is, good. this is where Lawson is thankful. This is not a TV show. Oh, totally. <laughs> the amount of times I come into the studio not wearing shoes. <laughs> and I've tried to do that before on TV. I got asked one time to record this thing and I rocked up in like these ratty trainers because I thought it would be above 
the waist the waist but it wasn't it was like full body Oops. and so i had to borrow some shoes like Oops. for for it was for a 3 ABN thing dude it's classic but anyways tell you what also i'm i'm grateful for what else is good news like i am going to be flat out today you know we got uh i think janelle sent a happy birthday wish and she sent a little gift as well of a dude riding a motorbike and i was like cool <laughs> and nice. if i had nothing to do today that's probably like as seriously as soon as i as soon as radio finished, I'd get in my car and go for a motorbike ride. Get but, in your car and go, go for a motorbike. Like, go home <laughs> and get on my motorbike and Where go are we for gonna- a ride. No, but um, tonight we are having our first meeting for our series, Revelation of Hope, Dr. Oh, Dale. I heard about this. Apparently, it's going nuts. It's going so well, like, in terms of our promotion. We have been so... Like, because we wanted to do this meeting in person. It's an in-person meeting. So, you're and doing it, an in-person is, evangelistic program. It is the first one that's going to run since the... The lockdown ended, you know, and again, it's on the first, this is like the first weekend where we could possibly do it yes. in person um, at the Warners Bay Seventh-day Adventist Church tonight at 6.30, but literally like it was supposed to run in August and September and now pushed all the way back to the end of October and we have just been so delayed and time changes and um, literally up until last week, it was going to be a Zoom thing. You guys are my heroes, honestly. You guys are my heroes. We've 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 been we 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 are able to worship together this weekend mm. for the very first time. And you guys is like, yep, we're gonna do evangelistic campaign. And God has in really person, blessed face us face to face. And then your, your bookings have gone off the charts. Yeah, because I, uh, you know, I because I, I'm working for the church. I handle the the ASOC, you know, YouTube and Facebooks and and all and the the email as well. And so um, when people sign up to our registration form, then we respond back to them and send them an email. And yeah, dude, I've just been sending emails flat out. We've had a week to advertise for this. All of our- <laughs> A week. You started, and- started advertising on Sunday, start on Friday. Yeah, dude. And simultaneously, all of our flyers and advertising material that we've been handing out to, to people who we've been, you know, meeting during the week as well, um, with our food drives and all that stuff we've been running. They've had, they have the wrong dates on them because we couldn't reorder flyers and we just didn't so have the just time. Get a good black pen and but, scribble oh, it out and put the right nah, ones on. bro. We're just like, Hey, if these dates are wrong, we just go to our Facebook. Like, just as a reminder, like everything about this is just janky and wrong <laughs> dodgy. and dodgy. But God is really blessed. And there's a ton of people who have signed up to come and say, Well, like, I'm I'm assuming, you know, and we I'm learning from this, and this is what I'm learning. Next time we go into lockdown with like uh whatever strain there is. Yeah, the gamma strain. Gamma gamma <laughs> gamma strain. When we when we next time we go into three months of lockdown with gamma strain. I'm going to schedule an evangel a, a public in face evangelistic meeting in faith for somewhere near the end of it. Yeah, and then I'm just going to start promoting it. And every time the dates change, I'm just going to change the dates and promote it some more because every date change becomes an opportunity to promote it. And uh, <laughs> totally. The, what, and, and, and what is happening is what I see happening, and I'm seeing this happening around the world. People's interest in spiritual things is peaking mm. right now. Totally. And so many of us are missing this opportunity. I've got. You know, that's a fantastic opportunity. Yeah, and simultaneously as well, like this, we've got exact. Like we're a uni church, we're going for a uni audience, and exams are coming up in three weeks. And there's been so many people who have gone like, "Look, I just can't come. I'm I'm studying. Like I'm got to hand in my final assignments. I've got my final essays due. I'm preparing for exams." But then simultaneously, those people who say to me to my face, "Oh no, I don't think I'll be able to come," then I check the email. They've signed up. 
they've registered to come to the first event because God has touched their life. And then I text them and I'm like, uh, oh, you know, I, I'll send them the official email, but then I'll text them as well. Oh, hey, I saw you sign up. Are you going to come along? They're like, yeah, there's a break in my schedule. I thought, you know, this would be a really good thing. Like God is just really blessing, not only in a, in a, I guess, a promotional sense and, you know, that it's been janky and yet people still want to come, but yeah, just in a very personal sense. And so I am so grateful. It's been like, and that's how we get back to the thing I said about motorbikes before is that I'm pretty much going to be spending all day, like as soon as this finishes, like um, making decision cards, doing Bible studies, transporting people, getting the venue ready. Like it's really, dude, it's, it's an epic birthday to have. So I'm really, really thankful for that. Braden says, congratulations, Lawson. Now you, oh, no, this, no, this is from Ed, Edgar, sorry. Edgar yeah. says this. Uh, now you're the same age as my baby boy, Benjamin, my sixth child. God richly bless you, young man. Kind regards, <laughs> David Edgar from Ellenbrook in Western Australia. Wow. Braden says, happy birthday, Lawson. I know you're joking about it being a disappointment, but you and your ministry are a blessing to so many. <laughs> so have a blessed birthday, Braden. Oh, guys. Dude, the text messages. <laughs> It's so awesome. All right. Hey, uh, you're embarrassing him now. He's yeah. turning red as a beetroot. So keep sending them through. We love it when Lawson gets embarrassed. It's just the best thing ever. All right. We have a, a couple of minutes. Oh, dude. I kind of have, I have kind of good news. I, I kind of prepared this morning. I just, yeah. like, I'm just like, look I'm at just, it. I'm just still, I'm just still, I'm just still processing this evangelistic program mm. that you're running and the numbers of people that are registering for mm. it. And the thing that I want to get, I, I want to draw out from that is not that, you know, next time when we have gamma lockdown that we'll be ready for it, but mm. that times of crisis raise spiritual interest. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And we need to understand this. And we need to, as Christians, you, for those who, if you, as, as a listener today, if you are a Christian, if you're a person of faith today, what you need to understand is that our world is spiritually interested right yes. now. And so grab the opportunity now because they may not be as interested tomorrow as they are today because of the circumstances, the environment, because of what's happening in our world. So grab this with both hands and go for it. This is exciting stuff. Totally. And I will just say as well that this evangelistic series and the success of it can totally be attributed to prayer. Like we have been praying for a long time, like in a, in a general sense, we have a prayer meeting that runs every Sunday morning. We have different groups of prayer that run, you know, uh, like some people pray every morning together. Some people pray every night together, just in small little groups. We have a Thursday night prayer for our different care groups. And then leading up to the series, when we finally got a date, we decided to make a 10 days of prayer. And literally halfway through our 10 days of prayer, we started praying because it was like, oh, we can actually come down a lockdown. Like it's literally been this week that things have changed and we can do it in person. I was just, share we're just it. praying every single night for me, like 40 minutes with a group of people that God would bring people. It's absolutely inspiring. Let me share a, a short testimony. Mm. Uh, back in 1993, mm. I was part of a literature evangelism program, a ministry that was we operated in New Orleans for two weeks and it oh, was classic. rough. And New Orleans is a rough city, was just a gnarly city. I mean, yeah. So much crime. So you know, I've never seen so many people with guns and that kind of stuff. You know, yeah. they, they, you knock on the door because we were going door to door, and knock on the door, people come to the door with a gun. You just never see that kind of thing. Yeah, it's a gnarly city, and it was hard. And we were selling books, and part of the reason that we were selling books, obviously, is because if people pay money for something, they're going to read it. But also, um, 
I was selling books because I was trying to make money to put myself through college. So yeah. there was, I had a financial interest in this. We just about went broke in New Orleans. Totally. It was really, really hard. And then, you know, some years later, Hurricane Katrina went through there and smashed the place. Mm. And the leader of our program had avoided New Orleans. He ran these programs every year. He'd avoided New Orleans um, for a long time. Anyway, he got called back some years after Hurricane Katrina. And his program just went nuts. That, mm. that hurricane transformed that city spiritually. Wow. So times of crisis, we need to be aware of Definitely. this. Anyway, rant over. Yeah, that's powerful. Sorry, what? I hijacked you positively. <laughs> no, that's fine. I think it's, it's contributing. And I guess we can just give advice. Maybe you're listening, you're a member in a church, and you're thinking, oh, what can we do to step up? And literally, like for our ministry team, it has just been Anything and everything. We've been just trying to reach people, and that has ultimately come to, okay, when we reach, run an evangelistic meeting where we want to share the truth with people, they've responded. So praise God. You're listening to The Breakfast Show Podcast on Faith FM, positively different. You're listening to The Kane Siblings with The Commission. It is The Breakfast Show. It is also Lawson's birthday. And he has a mouthful right now of the most delicious, uh, healthy, uh, vegan, sugar-free... Um, brown, maple brown syrup things. filled, which when I found that out... Is, <laughs> dude, <laughs> it's I, well, I, I should start in the maple syrup Cane sugar-free. Yeah, that's right. But it's got maple syrup in it, which is like, that just makes up for everything. Maple syrup is the best. Okay, 0491064669 is the number to call. So uh, Rafi says, great news about the evangelistic outreach. Still, God's people should all start their own Zoom or personal meetings. Totally. After all, the lay people, after all, lay people will finish the work. It won't be finished till we all get involved. The pastors and evangelists can't do all the work. That was never the commission Jesus gave his people. We must all be involved mm. and i just, just want to say there that is absolutely a fantastic um text right there coming through from somebody who has as a lay person dedicated their entire life to being involved mm. i've never known this person i've known this person for mm. i don't know 30 years yeah i've never known them not to be involved so yeah and, wow. and if everybody was doing their little bit the work would have been done long ago so big challenge there we can all do something whether we're in lockdown or not in lockdown okay uh, new law being proposed in the UK. Okay, new laws. Yes, they're making a new law to keep people out of purgatory. <laughs> Just when you thought the UK was super secular, they're actually Excuse proposing a law me? to keep people out of purgatory. <laughs> what? No, I'm dead serious. How? Okay, okay. this is called the Ames. Amendment. So, uh, was it wasn't it David Ames? I think who was just recently assassinated. And this guy's a devout Roman Catholic. Uh-huh. Um, he was stabbed to death outside of a church, mm. and the Roman Catholic priest Jeffney, Jeffrey Woolnow uh, was unable to attend and to give the last rites. Um, as a result of that, he had to stand outside of the police tape and say the rosary from outside of the police tape. Mm. As a result of that. Um, according to Catholic doctrine, um, David Ames went to purgatory instead to heaven, instead of to heaven. Mm. And so, what they are now uh, proposing is a law to allow clergy access to crime scenes to be able to mm. minister to people who are going to die 
um, or in great danger of dying from their injuries. Mm. Okay, so there's some really good parts to this and there's some really bad parts. That's right. Okay, so let me talk about the bad and then I'll talk about the good. The bad is that it depicts a God. You know, do we really serve a God who is so small-minded that he refuses heaven to somebody because a priest isn't standing close enough? Isn't standing close enough while repeating a memorized prayer that like a bazillion people are saying at the same time. Yeah. You know, saying the rosary. Mm. Do we really serve a God who is so small-minded that he gets excited and appreciates somebody who says exactly the same thing to him like 30 times a day? Mm. No human being would appreciate that. Yeah, the Bible even says that God doesn't appreciate it. The Bible says that God doesn't appreciate um, those kinds of vain prayers, repetitions. Vain repetitions. Yeah. And... But no human. So, so why would God appreciate something like that? Yeah. Not only that, but no human being is so small-minded that we would say, "Well, you weren't standing close enough when you did it." <laughs> Therefore, I'm sending this person to purgatory for a few million years, and you know, burn them in agony and pain. Yeah. Uh, until they're good enough to get into heaven, because, well, you know, um, sorry, but the police stopped you from going in there and ministering to this person. Yeah. Okay, so I just want to highlight this. Because this is not a teaching, it is not a doctrine that you find in the Bible. It is not something that Roman Catholics should be freaking out over. Mm. Because if you're a Roman Catholic and you are on your deathbed, you can go directly to Jesus Christ. Yeah, amen. Anyone can go directly to Jesus Christ. And God is not so small-minded and so peevish that he will send you off to purgatory or off to hell just because the priest doesn't arrive in time or because the priest is too far away. Yeah. Or because no one else, somebody else isn't praying for you. Mm. Heaven's gates are open to you through your own prayers, your own connection with Jesus Christ. That's what God says. And I am quite happy to go with what God says because mm. God trumps any human being. Yeah. Oh, dude, you see, like, the thief hanging on the cross? Like, you know, he didn't have a priest reading a rosary for him. No, not Jesus at all. says, oh, you know, yeah, like... You'll be, You'll be with me in paradise. That's right. And Jesus didn't repeat any rosary. He didn't perform last rites. He, didn't, he did none of that. Mm. So, you know, no, no human being wants, uh, wants a, a situation where, you know, if, if you or I were in the situation of God, we would never be so small-minded. And mm. we know that God is much more large-minded than what we are. <laughs> yeah. Um, no, you know, no human law requires this kind of, you know, peevishness. Mm-hmm. All human laws that we have, uh, particularly when they go through the court system, allow for circumstances. Mm. And the fact that circumstances change, and sometimes there is circumstantial reasons why different things happen that are outside what is uh, normally the case. And Mm. we don't hold humans accountable when they are not at fault. And God doesn't hold people accountable when they are not at fault as well. So there's the negative. Now for the positive. Let's talk about the positive. Um, by the way, this was uh, proposed by uh, the Roman Catholic MP for Withenshaw, uh, Mike Kane. The positive is that this will apply to all pastors and that this is a law, if it does go through, that uh, creates a sanctity of the victim over the sanctity of the crime scene. Wow. Which I think is absolutely critical because i think that regardless of what a person regardless of what the bible says mm. a person in their last moments of life is a person 
Mm. And they are a human being. And if they want a pastor present, they should be able to have a pastor or a priest or an imam or a sheikh or whoever they want present. They should have that. Mm. You know, we are living in a sophisticated society. We can take the uh, the fingerprints and the DNA sample of the uh, of the clergy, whoever that might be, that is there to eliminate them from the crime scene. Mm. It's going to create a little bit of extra work in the forensic laboratory to do so, but that work should be worthwhile in our kind of society to to rep to to support the sanctity of the human being and being able to minister to the human being in the most extreme experience that that human being will ever go through and that is end of life totally and so i think that this is absolutely fantastic because you know it gives you and i lawson the opportunity that we if we are at a crime scene that we can go and we can pray for that person before they pass away Mm. And we can provide comfort and care and pastoral support. I think that's an incredibly important thing to do. All right, so that's the positive side of it. Let's go to Texas uh, on November 2. Texans will vote on whether the state can close churches for any reason. This is a, a, a law that has been proposed to go through the Constitution, which is why the, the population is voting on it rather than the government, um, because it will become a part of the Constitution, and it will include such things as public health orders and so forth, that the state can never close a church. I'd imagine this would go through, honestly. like you know, It's going through. They have by, both Democrats and Republicans are just supporting it. That we're going to keep churches open. Yep. Wow. That's America for that you, is... very different culture. <laughs> but what it does recognise is the difference between, and I think a lot of legislators often miss this, the difference between uh, worship and entertainment because a lot mm. of, a lot of uh, uh, secular people look at uh, church as being you know, similar to going to the football, but you've never, ever had anyone that I've ever heard of who has given their life for the right to go to a football match. Mm. But you've got millions of people throughout history who have given their life to worship. Yeah, that's right. And that is a completely different kettle of fish. And I think that, uh, yeah, we need to recognise it. Um, they also recognise, you know, you get a public health crisis, not a lot of churches are going to stay open, mm. but some will. And uh, this is the cost of freedom. The cost of freedom is that sometimes it will cost lives. Mm. But freedom is important. It's a Vital principle. We're going to listen to Anna Beaton, and after we listen to her song, we're going to actually have a chat with her. This is Oa. When the oceans roll and tumbles onto shore. When the birds they soar Through the mountains so tall
to Faith FM. That was Anna Beden with Aura. On the phone, we have joining us Anna Beden. Anna, are you there? Woo! Yes, hello! Happy birthday, Laura! Oh. Awesome. <laughs> yes, happy birthday to me. Um, so, well, so great to have you on the show on my birthday. But of course, uh, we're not going to be talking about my life and my birthday. We're going to be talking about um, this new song that we just heard from you, Anna Beden. Or yeah. I want to ask you some questions, get some perspective. And I think like the first thing I want to ask is, yeah, what really led to this song like you know what kind of I, I, you are yeah. a great storyteller i'll just i'll just put that out there so you know what's been what's been your life in the build-up to this and and what led to to you going okay i'm gonna you know make this single and release it yeah no worries um well to be honest so i i spoke at a year i'm um, at a junior like uh conference thing so there was like 12 and 13 year olds and there was this one beautiful girl there and we, we got along so well and she was like, oh, you should find another song. I love your songs. And I was like, all oh, right, what should I write one? And she's like, nature. And I was like, oh, you know, I was kind of like, man, so many people use nature. I don't know. It's been done so many times. But anyway, like the following week, um, I actually ended up being on the beach and, and just like leaving my phone behind and running along the beach for like just like five kilometers. And this this like rhythm and like, these words just started coming to me and I was just like, wow, can you hear this? And I was just like <laughs> dancing and sit. I was like the only one on the beach. We kind of went to this deserted place and there was all these cliffs and birds and I don't know what. Just, I've, and it was the first time I've actually ever written a song without like just my guitar or piano. So I feel like it's got such a different vibe because mm. I was just really singing it from like my heart and without anything. And I just got, yeah, it just all like came to me and I, yeah, got back later and I, like, recorded it down in, my, in the car. And, like, yeah, that's basically the song from that, like, run on the beach. <laughs> Dude, totally. Yeah. And I'd love to yeah. then, oh, because just listening to the song, like, as a musician myself, I had some thoughts. This is definitely, compared to, um, I think, stuff that you've previously put out that I could mm. consider more ballady, uh, maybe a little mm. bit more low-key, um, this is like to me yeah. hearing it it's like a bona fide pop song high production value you know chanty chorus like everything about it yeah. it seems like it's it's being made for for that experience so what yes. how did the create and, and you've kind of shared a little bit of that initial process rather than sitting mm. down at a guitar mm. you're just like chanting the lyrics yeah. running along the, yeah. the beach um but then from there what's what was your creative process you know how did this come together mm. who did you work with 
Yeah, totally. So I have an awesome friend, um, Kemi Adendi. I think mm. you guys know her um, well too. Oh, totally. Uh, and yes, so I like sent her just like my lyrics um, and just like the rhythm with no- nothing behind. She's like, dude, I love this song. This is so cool. Um, and then we ended up doing this road trip where we did a bit of music and stuff. And um, we were going to go record with Billy Otto. We booked him in for like one day. Mm. And I was tossing up between like three different songs. And I'd actually settled on another song that was actually really slow and ballady and mm. like kind of similar to my other stuff. And and she's just like, nah, you have to do that raw song. Like, this is Billy. Like, because Billy is a very different style of recording as um, the other guy that I normally record my stuff with, um, Bree Stacker. And so, mm. yeah, Billy is really known for like, yeah, honestly being so creative with the musicianship behind it. Anyway, so so um, we sat down at the piano, Kenny and I, and we just kind of got like the chords and stuff. Because I didn't even know what chords it was like we were behind them. <laughs> and so she was like started to play those, and she she plays so awesome on the piano. She was like really rhythmic, and yeah, just had this cool groove. And then we took it to Billy, and we kind of just laid down that basic piano in my vocals, and then we, he just really did so much creative work bringing it to life. And, wow. Um, yeah, he's oh, yeah, he's such a talented guy. So I really have him a, a lot to thank for, like the background and like even that groove, like ding, 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 like I was like, what is yeah. that? But it actually like is like really such a cool part of the song now, and I just, yeah, love it. Dude, totally as well. Like I could, I could tell listening. You know, I, I I've loved your previous albums and this song as well. As, mm. as, but is definitely a com- uh, progression in terms of, dude. Just, it sounded mm. so yeah, just high budget <laughs> and in terms of just yeah. having a massive instrumental. Um, and, <laughs> and, and dude, and like uh, bridges and all that kind of stuff. Like, yeah. <laughs> I I I was yeah. really I was like. I was getting pumped up in the studio. I was like, this is hype as. Um, awesome. Yeah, it's awesome. Hey, I've got some like listener questions that have come in about the song actually, and I'd, I'd love to, yeah. to share them with those. So the song itself yeah. is about creation, you know, talking about the yeah. awe of creation and how amazing it is yeah. and how we see God through mm-hmm. it. Um, personally, mm-hmm. what's your like favorite places in nature that have kind of led to, you know, that inspiration? Oh. Yeah, totally. And I think that's also why the song's so, like, big, because I just wanted to capture, like, the amazingness of creation, mm. and, like, that's so hard to do. And so I just um, – but I have so many favourite places. I would I would have to say one of the highlights of my life was hiking um, the Annapurna Range in Nepal. Mm. It's, like, this 16-day hike through, like, the actual – like actual mountains. Like in Australia, we don't really have actual mountains. Yeah, that's right. We've got hills. I just remember, <laughs> yeah, yeah. And even the people in, in Nepal over there, like when we got to the first like kind of section of mountains, we looked up and like, those were amazing mountains and they were like, they're just hills. And I was like, wait, what? <laughs> and like, so then as we walked and hiked through, like it just got insane, like, you know, 4,000 meter mountains and mm. it's just, oh, oh man, so good. So I reckon that's definitely a highlight and I'm, even though we've been lost down in Victoria so much, like every chance we get, we, um, Mitch and, yeah, my husband Mitch and I, we just go like to some new national park or mm. some new nature area. And, um, just before lockdown, actually, we were so lucky. We went out for this three day hike, um, in at Mount Feathertop. I don't know if anyone's been there, but it was actually in like the snow as well. So we just hide backcountry skis. We've never been backcountry skiing before. We just, like, it just, you know, fell everywhere. But we just, like, all this snow. And I, I was raised in Queensland, so I was like, what is snow? And um, so 
So it was just, oh, so I, just, I just couldn't believe like, the sheer cliffs and oh, I just, I don't, I don't know, like it, literally snowing at some point. It was just amazing. I just, yeah, that was honestly definitely hard. We stayed in this little hut in the snow and there was like, no one else except this one other guy um, also escaping into the woods. But yeah, it was <laughs> it was awesome. So I think they tell Bogong area, um, like the high plains of Victoria, like right, oh, such awesome territory. Loved it. Dude, that's awesome. Hey, we've got another question that's come in as well. Um, yeah. And essentially, like, this song, you know, you've released it as a single, therefore it is great yeah. playlist music. Yeah. And so we've had a question come through as well that is essentially like, hey, what other songs are you listening to right now? What would, would you recommend? You know, what would you throw in a playlist with mm. War? Yeah, true. Good call. Um, to be honest, I really love the King and Country at the moment. I don't know. I just love their their vibe, that big black sound, and um, really strong lyrics. I feel like they're just so powerful and yeah, empowering. Um, so yeah, I would I would definitely chuck a few of their their songs in like Shoulders, and, like um, Burn the Ships. I love that stuff. Um, oh, I, I love Tyrone Wells. I think like anything totally. where he does like awesome gospel stuff like with big bands that's awesome but i also loved his stripped back stuff just like him and piano and like a cello um i love that jj hell is also great but i feel like he's a more calm vibe <laughs> than, <laughs> than all <laughs> um but yeah i don't know there's probably a couple of other artists that i'm that i'm loving at the moment mm. okay well mm. dude Awesome stuff, and I have. A, this is coming from my heart. This is my personal question, dude. When's 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 the next album coming? Like, what's what's the deal? Music, music. What's the deal? <laughs> well, okay, so January, like mid Jan, I'm booked in. I'm um, like three days at the studio with um the other guy that I normally record with, Free Saka. So mm. yeah, and I'm, I'm trying to I'm trying to get five, five songs done. Maybe yeah, maybe I'll release it as like a little EP, or I don't know. People are really going the way where they release one a month. You know, yeah. Spotify. So I don't know. We'll see what happens. But um, yeah. So I'm definitely getting a few great songs. I'm down. I don't know. Oh yeah. I'm I'm keen. I'm keen. Sometime next year. Dude, that's epic. Well, that's that's a great great answer for me. Look, I, I'm 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 an Anabeden fanboy. I've been waiting. I've been updating the Spotify page every day. Like, where's the new release? And now and now we know. Hey, it's coming out. Well, sometime next year. If you're booked in to record, then you have to release. Like, that's that's definitely, my definitely. that's my thoughts. Yeah, and yeah, thank probably you so, by March. Yeah. Dude, awesome. Thank you so much for joining us this morning. We're actually going to listen to your song one more time here. Oh. Let let the listeners really soak it in. So right now, this is Anna Beden with Or, and we'll be back um, in the next hour. When the oceans roll and tumbles onto shore. When the birds they soar Through the mountains so tall Creator, Lord, mighty Savior. 
For being a part of the Faith FM family, join our community on Facebook or get in touch at one eight hundred Faith FM.